0: You big dummy, you big dummy, you big dummy So welcome to another episode of Dummies on the Dirt Clod. This will probably be the last episode of the year. We can only cram so much stupidity in one year anyway. But uh, yeah, we've got uh, enough to keep you satisfied. Of course, you can also check out my other podcast that I do, uh, which actually comes out uh, two times every week uh, in St. Eric Lane's Stupid World. I've got lots more tales of stupidity I publish every week, and you can check that out, which includes the midweek bonus episode. It's published midweek. It's got my insane week in review, the genius awards that highlight the stupendous stunts of the week, and then the regular episode, which really will feature a lot more of my insane Florida nephew, Paggio Guerra, which you'll be hearing about in the next segment. Anyway, and of course, the um, most recent episodes are always found on the Rooster Crew page at star967.com so be sure and check that out but check out some of the dumb stunts from these dummies on the dirt clot It's highlighting some of these well, people fall on this dirt clot out in space, you might say I like this story where thieves caused $20,000 in damage to a jewelry store but they only stole 200 bucks worth of Costume jewelry. There's an old saying, the juice ain't worth the squeeze. Well, a group of thieves in LA found that out. They crashed their car into the front of a jewelry store. It was closed on a Sunday. Stole all the jewelry in the front window. Security footage shows them ploughing into the place scoop up a bunch of rings and necklaces and take off. But the only problem with that is what they didn't realize, everything they stole was costume jewelry. So basically worthless. The owner said it caused about 20,000 bucks in damage to the building, but the jewelry was worth about 200 bucks. I don't know. Was that even enough to cover the damage to their own car? (laughs) But a lot of jewelry stores actually put the fake stuff out in the front window for this exact reason. And luckily, it sounds like their insurance will cover the damages. Cops are still looking for the dummies who did it. So, I guess, uh, what do they say about karma, you know? Oh, well. Well, in this Christmas season, we've got plenty of Grinches out there. And imagine setting your whole house up for the holidays and this happens. A mom in Northern Ireland. Her name is Laura McGill. She thought it would be kind of fun if an actor dressed up as the Grinch came to her house and kind of messed with her kids a little bit. The ad for it said that it was just going to cost about 100 bucks. The Grinch would, you know, come to her house and have a pillow fight with the kids, you know, toilet paper the Christmas tree, <clears throat> you know, and pose for pictures. But then things took a different turn when he started a food fight with her son so all the expensive cookies and candy and other treats that she had put out ended up all over the floor of her living room. Oh, and he also threw eggs, poured dish soap on her kitchen floor, broke several ornaments, dumped a full bottle of juice on her son's head. She posted some before and after photos on Facebook, and someone shared them on Twitter. Most people feel like the Grinch kind of took it too far. But others did say she hired the Grinch and... She got the Grinch. So what's the problem? Well, the company that hires him out refused to apologize. They claimed that Laura's sister actually hired them and was told exactly what would happen. They also say that they've done 30 other Grinch visits this year and nobody else complained. By the way, for what it's worth, there was also a shot of Laura's young son standing in the kitchen, completely covered in food, looking like he had just had the time of his life. Of course. (laughs) Well, not much fun, though, in Saudi Arabia at a beauty contest. Uh, Not for women, though. No, Saudi authorities have started to clamp down on a camel scandal. They disqualified more than 40 of the humped animals from the annual King Abdulaziz Camel Festival Beauty Contest. Why, you might ask? They discovered they had been given Botox shots or had face and hump lifts. I'm not making this up, okay? The month-long festival uh, sees jurors tasked with awarding beauty prizes worth more than $66 million for the best-shaped heads and necks and humps and posture, as well as judging their often elaborate costumes. But organizers say that each year, uh, camel owners go to even greater extremes to make their beasts beautiful by... (laughs) You ready for this? Stretching their lips and noses. D- d- do you want to have that job? I- I'm a camel lip stretcher or I'm a camel nose stretcher. I'm not sure I'm not sure I would really go for that. They also boost their humps, even inflate their body parts with rubber bands. Uh, the club is keen on to halting all the acts of tampering and deception in the beautification of camels. I never thought I would ever be talking about the beautification of camels. But anyway, here we are. The Saudi Press Agency reported that, well, we'll see where it goes from here, I guess. I'm not sure I want to live in a world where surgically enhanced camels can't compete in beauty contests. I mean, so let me get this straight, though. There is such a thing, though, as a hump lift? I never knew that. I don't know. I don't know what this guy was, you know, I, I just, I don't know. Well, I guess... Stranger things have happened. That's all I can say. Yo
1: sueño del Navidad. Guero. <laughs>
0: is this is like Feliz huh? Navidad or Guedo Navidad? Okay, well, I
1: think that's just a little racist, don't you think? Um <laughs> <laughs> Clearly uh, Navidad Güero would be like a white Christmas, right? Like my own kind of special unique white Christmas. Oh god. I um I, I don't know if there's any like, you know, new listeners since the last time that we've explained. Um, this is Pancho Guero, the insane Florida correspondent. And um,
0: my to, mother-in-law. You better admit that. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh right! I'm proud to admit it. Um, my mother-in-law um, called me Pancho uh, so, a few times. So, sometimes she calls me Pancho when I grow the mustache out, and oh, yeah. um, she thinks I look like Pancho Villa. Yeah. And uh, but I'm Mexican in law, right? So I'm not really, you know, I'm. Uh, you can probably tell, but you know, Gueno is <laughs> like a playful um, name just for just for like a up. white boy. Oh, yes. So, what?
0: Does your mother-in-law listen to the podcast?
1: Oh, I don't even think she knows what a podcast is. Um, and <laughs> she, She's got, like, the weather channel or telenovela on. That's about it. Um, but, uh, yeah, her- so... So but Gwendo is just like white, right? Like white boy. So Navidad It well, would be like a white boy Christmas, right? <laughs> you need to
0: get your mother-in-law an Alexa so she can just say, hey, Alexa, play Insane Eric Lane stupid world. I,
1: I don't think Alexa would understand um, yeah. her, no, her Spanglish in, in the way.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Oh, my gosh. That's just great. That's just great. Well, uh, I'm sure that you've got all your Christmas decorations all in full bloom. Oh, they've been in full bloom for
1: a while. Uh, I, I will say, so the opportunity cost of me actually doing this podcast right now would have been me running out to Trader Joe's to grab some $5 wine uh, okay. to, to be able to celebrate the new table that we've got. Um, so, uh, so you should be thankful I'm spending it with you here because I, I love Trader Joe's $5 wine. I'm just saying um, <laughs> the the table that my wife, she found a table off the side of the road. It was broken. It had the two, it's a, we want a round table, right? We have a lot of, there's a lot of like square shapes in a, in a house anyway, like just the right. room windows and things. So anytime you could add different geometry, it's just going to kind of make the place feel, I don't know, I guess like a, a better feng shui, I guess you call it. And so we've been mm-hmm. wanting to get a circled table and, um, and we found the right chairs, like exactly the chairs that she was looking for super on sale. So that was perfect. But she found this free table on the side of the road, and it was like, you know what? I want to learn how to do this. I'm going to get some paint stripper, some stain, uh, some whitewash. Uh, and and we went with an <laughs> acrylic kind of seal because we want it yeah. to dry as clear as we can. We you, don't want it to, like, probably, yellow, like with varnish. You
0: probably need to talk to your aunt because she's got like, two projects like that in the garage right now to the point she can't pull her car in because oh, she's got that, two different pieces of furniture in some stage of de- that, decomposition. That has been exactly kind
1: of the, the issue that we've had here. So we've been able to pull the table out officially today. Uh, Um, We sold our table yesterday. Some scammers Mm -hmm. tried to get us um, while selling it on Facebook marketplace. And Mm -hmm. then, um, and then we got the table sold out today and and the new one we were able to bring in and it looks, I mean, it looks expensive. Yeah. I will say uh, what it is is a bunch of wood glue then, and some extra screws that I did to kind of fix the table to make it. That's about the only thing I did. I'll say I I, I got it structurally kind of fixed and sound because the leaves were kind of droopy and. A little yeah. broken, so the leaves don't go down now, but we didn't really want them to anyway. It's not that <laughs> big of a table to, to you know, need to um, do that. They're, they're side wings, right? So I don't want it to be yeah. like a weird partial circle, straight line. I said, No, just full circle's is good. Um, uh-huh. And uh, I mean, the rest of it was just my wife, and it looks like it looks nice. Um, huh? You would think you paid a lot for it, mean, forward, it was free on the side of the road.
0: <laughs> well, I mean, y- you're going to have a really cheap, rich looking house before this is over with, you know? that's that's the idea right it's um yeah.
1: you know i really, mean it's that pinterest house that you know that right. she's owned for
0: <laughs> you've got this beautiful table you've got two christmas trees already you're, you're living more you know uh, <laughs> opulent your opulent lifestyle is already way above mine <laughs> oh my god yeah. wow, we do I a mean, lot of things and then,
1: ourselves,
0: well, and, then, and then on top of this you, you got the shortest commute to work
1: oh my goodness it's um i I do have a pretty short commute to work, uh, and, and it, actually very similar, it seems like, to this man in Germany. Um, b- before I jump into the first story, which I, I love, by the way, though, I, I do have to say, I think that you've got my favorite story of the week this week. Is that right? Um, the, the one right after this one. It's, I just like, yeah, I, I love it. No, no, you're gonna, it's good. Um I, as surprising as this was um i found out that i never thought this would happen but i found out that my mom actually really enjoys when she's listening and she hears so every once in a while i'll have a little bit of like whiskey or, or some adult kind of you know imbibing yeah. going on and um it, and i'll have this little like metal whiskey stone in there because i don't want to water it down i actually like the taste of of, of it and so uh Hearing the little clanking of this, um, right? Yeah, you know, I guess in my whiskey glass. So I, I went ahead in honor of um, of the new table and I guess of my madre. I've got the, uh, you'll, you'll hear a little <laughs> bit of that today. So, <laughs> anyway, with that said, if you apparently it's it's been coming through on my microphone. So if you hear that. You you well, have an idea? Maybe you could t- you know
0: pour a glass with me. You or wouldn't something. even have you wouldn't have even known that had your mother not said something because she listens to the podcast. I know, yeah, she does. And I, she wants I, um... to know what the clanking noise is.
1: <laughs> so she's going to you, not me, saying, "What is this clanking? Kind of this is audio." And you're like, "I don't think it's an audio problem. I think it's a different kind of problem that we've got here." Uh, yeah. um, so as long as no interventions happen, um, no, we're. we're... <laughs> Anyway, a, a day of Christmas decorating, um, a, a lot of times, you know, it, when it doesn't go as planned, what you've got is like a strand of bulbs that are out and you haven't yep. sort to figure out how to, you know, which bulb is the right one and how to fix so that. Do but you,
0: Do you have Christmas lights on your house?
1: I, I, I don't have them on my house yet. This is something okay. I, I eventually plan to work up to, but we're just trying to get well, to then the then You might want to keep this in here.
0: mind when you're putting Christmas lights on your house and you keep a, a, this lesson from, from this woman.
1: <laughs> I, I will. I, no, I, I do see an occasional raccoon that goes through my backyard, but mostly it's the cats followed by yeah. the possums followed by the armadillos, <laughs> and then occasionally a raccoon comes by. Right. Um, well, there's a seven-year-old woman here that this decorating, this Christmas decorating did not go as planned. She was attacked by a raccoon that left her with bites and bruises all over her arms. Wow. Um, I know what she says. She says, I really thought I was going to die. Uh, so the Massachusetts re- residents and her name is Donna Sanguinario. This is for the Boston news station, WHDH. Now in a post on Facebook's, Sanguinario detailed how the animal pounced on her as she was putting Christmas lights around her home. The seven-year-old woman said that the only, the only warning she had before the attack was a strange noise coming from the street. Well, <laughs> She says, I turned around to see what the noise was, and I was staring at a huge raccoon about 10 feet away. <laughs> That's what Sanguinario wrote in her post. Now, she <laughs> continues by saying, before I could do anything, it jumped on me. <laughs> worst nightmare of my life um both me and the raccoon were screaming so loud <laughs> the raccoon showed no signs of giving up during the struggle and persisted uh, in biting Sagrenario, even as she managed to put her arms around its head
0: uh,
1: and as uh, she says as i was screaming for help he fell off my arm but jumped right back on me to continue the attack
0: wow and
1: after, after somehow tumbling to the ground, I got him in a headlock and wouldn't let go. <laughs> so just imagine a 7 old woman with Christmas lights out there and a raccoon in a headlock and both of them just <laughs> screaming their heads off. She says, as he was biting me, I could hear bones breaking in its neck. Oh. And once, I know, now you're just thinking, oh gosh, it just got cringy and bad now. But once the animal fell silent, Sagrario said that she let it go let go of it and only to see it get up and walk away so who knows if it crawled somewhere and i i I don't know what happened like you know the the end results for that raccoon or not um but it sounds like she maybe she should have given him the full nelson instead (laughs) i i do hope that that like she doesn't plan on decorating her yard for easter though because yeah um i can only imagine what the rabbits would do <laughs> um, i guess in that way but i i don't know if you remember the good old days when the only thing raccoons attacked was
0: your garbage yeah and well yeah exactly. this is a, for a good white trash
1: joke for you though yeah
0: well <laughs> but let me tell you uh, you talked about you know you had your raccoons you had Javadillas, and you had your possums My, my mm-hmm. this, this story reminded me of a, of a story of the time when i was a kid at my house we're sitting around the dinner table we finished up lunch or something like this i don't know might have been might have been an early dinner i don't know but my my mom okay she takes everything all the scraps and all this stuff she she would usually this is what we get, we had our garbage disposal she would take it out to the garbage can had these metal garbage cans sitting out in our carport now my my house had a carport that was attached to the house and it was all covered so she just walked out the back door kind of into the garage and you know she was going to dump everything in the garbage can And come back in the house. So she goes out the sliding glass door. We're all sitting around the table. She goes out the sliding glass door into the garage. And all of a sudden, you hear this blood-curdling scream. And you hear the metal garbage can lid hit the ground. And she comes running back into the house with her arms all up, screaming for my father. And he goes out and looks. And here's a full adult-sized possum in the garbage can.
1: <laughs>
0: she had picked up the lid, and she saw two black eyes staring right, right at her from the <laughs> bottom of the garbage can. So my dad had to go out and grab this possum by the tail and carry it out to the, the the you know the the ditch or something and turn it loose. But it was like hissing and carrying on and all that kind of stuff. So yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, yeah.
1: Uh, <laughs> this is pretty crazy. Now I I don't know how you can get away. Maybe lots of makeup is how you can get away with this. But, you know, for I don't know if you remember Aunt Becky, uh, yeah. you know, she, she had it backwards when part of that whole college scandal, if you remember, with, right, you know, these rich kind of Hollywood type people paying yep. tons of money to get their kids into school. Well, I, I think that she she may have kind of done it backwards because she should have taken rowing picture, photos like of, of herself so that she could get into USC and check out yeah. the young eye candy. Yeah. Uh, you know, this is, I don't want to give you any ideas though. Okay. Um, this is, I'm talking to you, Eric. Uh, yeah, I know you are. <laughs> okay. Well, this 48 year old woman in Montana named, uh, her name is Laura Oglesby and she was wanting to get a little bit of ogling or being old <laughs> by herself when she stole her daughter's identity so that she could go to college, uh, not her daughter's so that, The 48-year-old woman could go to college. And the thing is, she didn't just want to go to college as a 48-year-old woman. She wanted to go to college as a 22-year-old woman. So she Mm. didn't want to get a degree either. She really Mm. just came there to date young guys. Nice. Somehow she did manage to to run the scam for two years before being caught. And it was elaborate, this this whole scheme. She got a social security card in her daughter's name. And even wow. got federal student loans. She was 43 at the time and claimed that she was 22. And apparently, the guys she seduced had no idea. She even <laughs> scored a job at the library, which is almost too perfect. And eventually, it all unraveled. This is in 2018. Now, she's facing five years behind bars without parole after pleading guilty.
0: Uh, I feel sorry for those poor guys who were, you know, flirt with a forty three year old woman? I know you're like, oh man, look, I scored this nice twenty two year old, and then they find out, and they're like, oh, oh no. You know, to pretend you're something that you're not, as long as it's legal. Okay, I mean, what I like to do when I was in high school. Um, I would always and I, I did this actually whenever I, I moved to Pennsylvania and would fly back to Arkansas when my parents were alive they would usually pay for my plane ticket because I was a poor struggling disc jockey in a poor area of Pennsylvania so they would pay for my plane ticket to fly back to Arkansas and, and I would pretend I was somebody else like a. A guy from Scotland, I'd be talking like this on the plane. They don't think I was from Scotland. And it was hilarious because nobody had a clue who I was. So, and I've done this with friends of mine in high school when we were in like uh, our, our youth choir and we would go on tour in other cities and we would have like the day we would have off. We could go to the mall and kind of do some stuff, you know. So me and my friend would go through the J C. JCPenney in the mall and we'd all be talking with our British accents and he actually had a Union Jack t-shirt on. So it looked like he was from Great Britain. He was talking with a British accent, and I was talking with a British accent, and we walked up to this poor girl working the counter at JCPenney, and, and I say, excuse me, mom, do you know where the WC is? And she says, the what? And I said, you know, the, the WC, the water closet. And she says, you mean the bathroom? <laughs> <laughs> and I say, oh, yes, I can never remember that name. I mean, yes. And she goes, oh, it's, and we're cracking up laughter because everybody thinks we're from Great Britain. So it's always <laughs> fun to pretend that you're somebody that you're not. But we, we've got a, some Ask Poncho questions here. Um, I've got one
1: here as well from Casey. And uh, they say, I found out through a mutual friend that one of my closest friends is having marital problems. She won't tell me about it. However because I previously had spoken in my mind about her husband's shortcomings I wish though she felt that she could confide in me should I say anything or let it be uh, I've, I've seen I don't know if it's a guy or girl here because I've seen Casey um, be used for, for both guy or girl name if you're a dude and you're trying to confide in this other girl's uh, I guess what marital problems and that is a that's a no-go zone. <clears throat> Mm. Um, now, if you're yeah. a lady, then I mean, like you, you could try to say something, but she already knows. So mm-hmm. maybe she's embarrassed, or maybe you know, maybe she's looking for someone to tell her th- something that she wants to hear instead of you know what. What is there? I, I don't know, but. So it kind
0: of sounds like kind of sounds like the way it's uh, worded, it, it, it almost sounds like it's kind of catty, you know? So I wonder if Casey isn't a girl, you know? It just sounds like this. That's That was my thought,
1: too. <laughs> um, just want to make sure I cover the bases on that because I, uh, <laughs> not so good. But, um, I mean, like, you can't make someone open up. I've got – there are friends of mine who close themselves off when things go wrong, and we try to show that we're there for them, but end of the day – they're going to come back once they kind of hit rock bottom or get through their thing or whatever. Now, um, I I have think friends she that may, have, she may have
0: shot herself in the foot though, whenever she said that she was spoken her mind about her husband's shortcomings. Yeah,
1: so. that might be the case. I, probably not the best thing to have done, but if you were at the time to <laughs> have spoken, that would have been prior to them getting married. Maybe um, yeah. I, I will say though, I've had friends that are honest with me and have told me things that I didn't want to hear and it's actually benefited me very well, but it really, I think depends on your audience for sure. Um, not yeah, well, everyone's ready to hear hard truths. And again, there's a yeah. different story when you're married versus before you're married. So True. this time would have been prior to those. Well, vows.
0: Typically the, if anybody's going to say some things that I don't want to hear, it's usually going to be my mother-in-law.
1: <laughs> no, well, luckily I don't have to worry with that. My mother-in-law I come over. She just wants to feed me. And, um, <laughs> and then, and then she kind of i don't know, but she doesn't care about anyone else but but her grandchild now, so
0: well, here's a, a stupid a, a dumb situation that just was made dumber by the employer. Uh, you may have heard about this story um. There was a waitress out of my home state in Arkansas, a little town of Bentonville. It's actually the hometown of uh, Walmart, in case you didn't know. But um, this waitress says she was fired from her job at this place called Oven and Tap because she received part of a $4,400 tip. And it was all because she would not split it with the entire staff, even after the customer specifically designated half of it for her. You know the customer's always right, isn't that right? Except at oven and tap in Bentonville, Arkansas. The girl's name is Ryan Brant. She's one of two servers that was waiting on a party of more than forty people, where each person in the party left a tip of one hundred dollars. And so we have a collective four thousand four hundred dollars for the two waitresses when it came time for the meal to be settled up. Now, according to KNWA, KFTA-TV, they spoke to Grant Wise. Grant owns the real estate company there in the Bentonville area called Whitley. He says he called ahead of time, talked to the restaurant, asked them about the tipping policy, just to make sure everything would go smoothly. But he says, well, things didn't go exactly according to plan. Brant said that uh, she had uh, never shared tips with any of her co-workers in the three and a half years she's ever worked with Oven and Tap. Wise says uh, pooling tips with those who did not wait on his party was never his intention in the first place. He asked the restaurant to just give the gratuity back to him. He took Brandt outside and gave her the cash. Then Brandt says she got fired because now she has no way to cover her bills and was told by the restaurant she was let go because she violated the policy by actually telling Wise about Oven and Tap's tip-pooling policy. Hmm. So now Wise has started an online fundraising campaign to help Brant out. Merry Christmas. I think the Scrooge of 2021 goes to the people at Oven and Tap in Bentonville, Arkansas. Way to go, guys. Boy. Well, good luck with that. Now, I, I've, I also like to check out some great uh, tweets. I, I like to read Twitter, and I post a few tweets my own. You can follow me on Twitter, at Lane on Twitter. But I found a really good tweet by Josh Gondelman, at uh, Josh Gondelman on Twitter, and I'm going to close this out with this great quote. It says, it really enriches your life to have friends from all over the world, that way You have people to text your petty complaints to at any hour of the day. It's a great cathartic feeling, don't you think? Anyway. Well, if you're craving for more stupidity, check out my other podcast, Insane Eric Lane Stupid World. I got lots of tales of stupidity, and it comes out twice every week. The midweek bonus episode uh, comes out about Wednesday afternoon with uh, the weekly Insane Week in Review, the Genius Awards, which highlights the real dumb stunts over the week, plus the weekend episode with more of my insane Florida nephew, Pancho Guerrero, every Saturday So search it out and subscribe on your favorite podcast player. You can also find the most recent episode on the Rooster Crew page at star967.com. And you can also find it now on my Facebook page at Insane Eric Lane on Facebook. Just if you're on the mobile app, you can just on your mobile phone. uh, If you've got the mobile app for Facebook, you can go to my Facebook page and um, you'll see the the tab for podcasts. So you can listen to it right off of your Facebook app. On my Facebook page. Be sure and check that out. Uh, and you can get the entire, you can subscribe from there too. And you can also get real time updates with links to some of the stupid stories by joining the Insane Eric Lane Stupid World Telegram channel. Uh, you can comment on what you've heard, read and share some of the stupidity and, you know, pass them along to your friends. So you can go to tme insane Eric Lane to preview the channel and even download the Telegram app to your device. So check that out. But if you're listening to this particular podcast on your favorite podcast app, make sure you give it a five star rating because these are some five-star stories that are here okay and even write a really dumb review i might read it on a future podcast and it might even be used to convince folks that the stuff is actually entertaining you big dummy you big dummy